0: This is Wednesday, December eighteenth, two thousand and nineteen. One week away, ladies and gentlemen, from the Christmas Christmas holiday, and welcome to episode number one hundred and eighty-four of the WWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you, as we get set, of course, to talk about, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture. Of course, music, movies, sports—you name it. We will music. We will definitely be talking about it here this evening. We also we hope to hear, of course, also from the Iceman, Jerry DeGromo. Here momentarily, uh, we have not been able to reach him as of yet, but hopefully he'll be back on here uh, very, very, very soon. <laughs> In the meantime, here, folks, I'll be bringing you some stories courtesy of our friends at 411Mania.com here tonight. Plus, also we hope to hear from JD, of course, for us for him to bring him his, bring us his. Box office report, as well as of course some sports updates. Of course, coming up here, of course, from around the, around the world of sports and every single sport that there is. Of course, he is he is Mr. Sports, ladies and gentlemen. So, it's uh, always looking forward to his updates here all the time. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to hear from him here. Hopefully, here momentarily. However, if you cared to listen in on uh, what we have to talk about here tonight on episode 184 of WSWS Outside the Ropes. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID, uh, 141-387-POUND, and press that one if one to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get things st- started here while we, of course, hopefully we await the arrival of the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo. In the meantime, we'll go ahead and bring you, of course, some stories, making the rounds, of course, through our friends at 411mania.com. Of course, we do. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here, including, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WWS This Morning, and other shows. Let's see what we have, of course, lined up here. What we have. What we have lined up right here, courtesy, of course, of 411mania. Uh, let's see here, uh, <laughs> this one has kind of a, uh, well, first off here, um, a, a big time here, of course, everyone is expecting, of course, I believe this weekend, not, yes, that's right, this weekend, of course, awaiting, awaiting, the, of course, the, the new, the latest Star Wars franchise here, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, apparently she has got our first story here tonight. As Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker box office opening is expected to actually be behind that of, of course, uh, two movies that uh, uh, two movies that was that was made beforehand. That was, of course, The Force Awakens. Let's see what this story here is about here. Deadline reports that Star Star Wars is expected to deliver a $450 million global opening this weekend, $200 million in the U.S. and Canada. About in line with what The Last Jedi did in 2017, but behind the Force Awakens, which earned $528.9 million in its opening weekend. It's worth noting that the last Star Wars release solo underperformed at the box office. Historically, the final installment of the previous two Star Wars trilogies didn't earn as much as the first installment. Sorry about that here, folks. But did top the second. Return of the Jedi earned $253 million domestically in 1983, $54 million below A New Hope, but $44 million more than The Empire Strikes Back. The Revenge of the Sith earned $380 million domestically, $51 million less than A Phantom Menace, but $78 million more than Attack of the Clones. So we will definitely have to keep keep our uh, watchful eyes open on this here. And hopefully, like I said, uh, like I said, this movie does turn out to be turn out to be something big. Whenever, of course, it makes its make it, it, it makes its debut. It's coming up here, but uh, I do believe this weekend. If I'm not too much mistaken, uh, let's hopefully like I said. Excuse me, there, are folks. While we wait for. Yes. Okay. Uh. uh let's see here. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, this one is kind of a uh pop culture and wrestling uh look to it, but the story came out yesterday from Jeremy Lambert. As a parent, here is a look of some of the films that's going to be that's going to involve John Cena. Of course, as you know, he's starting to get into the act, he's been an acting bugger for a little while here, too. So let's see what else, let's see what all that he's got listed right here. John Cena will be busy promoting his films in 2020. As of now, Cena has five films scheduled to release next year. Here is a look at the schedule via PW Insider. First movie is called Project Extraction. Filmed in China, Cena teams up with Jackie Chan in an action thriller directed by Scott Wall. The plot sees Chan, who is a Chinese private security contractor, and Cena, a former United States Marine, fighting off mercenaries attacking an Iraq oil refinery as they escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's Highway of Death for the safety of the Green Zone. The film was originally titled Ex-Baghdad and was at one point developed as a Jackie Chan and Sylvester Stallone, but it's, now it's going to be Jackie Chan and John Cena. The movie Doolittle, Cena will be voicing Yoshi the Polar Bear in Robert Downey Jr.'s take on the Dr. Doolittle character, cited for a January 17, 2020 debut theatrically. So it'll be coming out here in less than a month. So we can't wait to we can't wait to of course to see that one. Uh, Fast and Furious Nine set for an April 10th, 2020 release. Cena has joined the cast of the action franchise in an unknown role. So we don't know what, what we don't know what he's going to be uh what well, he's going to be doing in that. Suicide Squad currently is currently filming and is set for a 2021 release. John Cena will play the character known as Peacemaker. Vacation Friends official officially officially announced. A comedy about a mild matter couple who meet a wild couple on vacation, only to learn that the wild couple that followed that learned that the wild couple has followed them home. So so ladies and we may not we may not even see him that much here as far as uh, as far as of course um, uh, wrestling. So a lot of folks have probably sorry here, folks. Apparently um, we're okay. Sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> but apparently he's not going to be doing a whole lot of wrestling here. Looks like he's going to be doing mostly movies. Uh, of course, like I said, following in the footsteps, of course, of others, including, of course, obviously, uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, of course, The Rock, and Batista's done some here recently. Um, heck, the Miz has done several. I mean, I mean, he's just, he's just, he's, the acting bug has just, has just, uh, it's just been him there a little bit. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's kind of difficult, you know, to see what, what there what, um, you know, you know, when you get into wrestling, is that going to be an avenue to towards get in towards doing movies? So, I mean, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll never know, but, but, you know, but, uh, I thought all you're supposed to just just go out there and just wrestle and just have a good time doing it. And, um, and of course, obviously, you know, if some folks who are actually wrestlers wouldn't dare jump into that opportunity, but, Some, you know, may not help us. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Jeremy Thomas brought the story yesterday as we talk about now the first images has been shown from the the new release Bill and Ted Face to Music. The first pics from Bill and Ted Face to Music are online, giving us a first look at the titular characters, their kids, and more. Orion Pictures released the first three stills from the film, which, of course, you can see on this page, and reveal Alex Winter and Cameron Reeves as an older Bill and Ted, as well as William Sadler's return as the character Death, and Samara Weaving and Bridget, Bridget Lundy-Payne as Bill and Ted's daughters. The film, which is directed by Dean Peristolo, who directed Galaxy Quest, was written by Bill and Ted creators Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. also stars Kristen Shaw, Anthony Kerrigan, Aaron Hayes, Jama Mays, Jillian Bell, Holland Taylor, Beck Bennett, William Sadler, Howland Landon Jr., and Amy Stotch, and opens on August 21st, 2020. The stakes, and here is a here's a little synopsis of that. Mistakes are higher than ever for the time traveling exploits of William Bill S. Preston Esquire and Theodore Ted Logan. Yet to fulfill their rock and roll destiny, the now middle-aged best friend set out on a new adventure when a visitor from the future warns them that their only song, that only their song can save life as we know it along the way. They'll be helped by their daughters, a new batch of historical figures, and a few music legends to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony in the universe. And of course, the pictures. Um, one picture there, like says, looking good right here of them in the, I think, iconic phone booth. That, of course, as you know, is um, they have been known. They have been known for for being uh, doing their time traveling kind of Doc, Doctor Who esque. When your know Doctor Who used to travel in the, what they call the TARDIS or the police box. But it's kind of, they kind of look similar in, in some respects there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see here. One more story we'll definitely bring in here before we go into some, of course, some wrestling news tidbits. Um, uh, <clears throat> That will, of course, know that, that we also we t- talked about, of course, on revolution a little bit later on, and also possibly on rest in debate coming up here at eight o'clock. And of course, we still haven't heard anything at all from the ice man, D. Durama, but hopefully, we'll have him. <clears throat> we'll have him. Hopefully, on here very, very soon. Uh, this story actually came out on Monday from Jeremy Thomas, but it is, is a very interesting read. CBS All Access actually renews the upcoming Star Trek for season two, actually even ahead of its premiere.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: with a little over a month before the first season premiere, Star Trek Picard is already set for a second season. Deadline reports that CBS All Access has renewed the show, which will premiere on January 23rd, 2020. The second season will begin filming in the spring with an eye to a late 2020, early 2021 release. The new season st- sees Patrick Stewart reprises his role as a Star Trek The Next Generation captain, along with Sen- Santiago Cabrera, Michelle Hurd, Alison Pill, of course, and also, of course, Star Trek alum Jonathan Frakes, Brent, Brent Spiner, Jerry Ryan, and Marita Service. Um, I mean, of course, obviously, a lot of folks have definitely are definitely, of course, looking <clears throat> are definitely are, of course everybody has been looking forward to seeing this. So, so no doubt, ladies and gentlemen, already set already set the second season already starts to begin filming uh, this coming spring. And of course, obviously, this first season will be like I said premiering on like I said January twenty third of. It'll be 23rd of next month, of course, according to the new year there. So that is, some, that is some stories, of course, that I have here, of course, on the on the pop culture scene courtesy of 411 Mania. And now let's see what 411 Mania has in terms of some wrestling tidbits here. Uh, some, some stories here definitely, of course, caught my eye right here. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, Joseph Lee brings us his first wrestling tidbit here, some WWE news, Hulk Hogan obviously teasing something big, also footage from the premiere of Jumanji, and also the top 10 funniest 2019 moments. Let's see what we have, of course, <clears throat> let's see what we have, of course, right here. Hulk Hogan, complete with a nearly white beard, is teaching something big that's about to happen. He wrote on Twitter the following something really big is about to go down. Hollywood Hogan for life too. Sweet. And he's got the oh man, he's got the beard, man. I tell you what, if we thought this beard was big before, this is a much this is a very unique one here indeed. Of course, he may be doing brand more, something maybe involving the Hollywood Hogan character. Who knows? The Rock has posted, and this was posted at 7.52 a.m. this morning, and he's he's really sporting it there, folks. The Rock has posted a video with footage from the premiere of his new film, Jumanji The Next Level. As 411 Mania previously noted, the film debuted at number one at the box office. And also, there is a video, of course, on it. It's been posted on YouTube. I've seen the video, a little bit of the video. It's got the funniest moments of 2019, which is a WWE Top 10 video that was just posted here today. So definitely check that out on this page, or you can go on YouTube and check out that video there as well. Uh, Another story here, of course, very, very interesting here. Uh, Joseph Lee brings this story out as apparently Rey Mysterio credits Paul Heyman with the recent Brock Lesnar storyline. Of course, that'd be academic, but let's just see see what we have right here. Uh, in an interview with Talk Sport, Rey Mysterio spoke about his recent feud with Brock Lesnar that involved his son Dominic and credited Paul Heyman with coming up with it. <clears throat> On who came up with his Lesnar feud, Mysterio's, Mysterio did say the following. I think, to be honest, to give someone credit for all that, it would be Paul Heyman. You have to give credit to the geniuses behind the curtain and the ones that come up with storylines and whatnot. I want to say since Paul Heyman took over Raw, the writing team... <sighs> Has given a lot of opportunities to names that weren't being used and i think that has to do with a combination of paul and his team that he works around on what may have changed his mind about retirement mysterio says it was definitely a combination of various things my eye and foot coordination weren't clicking i felt like i was getting stuck on just getting the weight off my shoulders and i wasn't enjoying everything in the ring because i felt like my timing was really bad it was off and it kept happening night after night while i had my son with me so instead of being inspirational to him I felt like I was letting him down because I couldn't compete for him like I usually do. So I remember thinking, "This is definitely it." Obviously, what my son had to say and him making me switch my position to want to com- to want to compete longer has turned into a positive. So many things have happened in the past few months that wouldn't have happened if I have if I had if I had hung up the mask. Has been very motivating, very positive. It's given me the energy to compete without a doubt, and I recognize it as a father and a friend. He was the one that convinced me to continue to do what I love to do, and he sparked the fire once again. I've had that for years. I never thought it would go away, but it was kind of burning off. But I, but it never went out completely, and my son found it. What Chris Jericho is doing AEW and why Mysterio returned to WWE. Mysterio says, I have the utmost respect for Jericho for what he's accomplishing and what he accomplished throughout his whole career. I take my hat off to him for everything that he has done. I love Jericho to death. Besides being working partners, we're friends. And I think that's the most important feeling despite it, despite being in the same company together at different points. And, yes, without a doubt, being able to return home and finish up my career is the way I envisioned. And now my son wants, wants to be a part of this business. Now he has to put in the work and train, and I would just love step by side, and he's stepping in, you know. Kind of leave my son behind so he can take care of our history. So we – uh. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, like I said, we can't wait to see, of course, his son, Dominic, of course, uh, um, you know, in the ring, we're coming up with something huge here very, very soon. Uh, One other story here, of course, uh, one other story here, of course, that um, has has caught caught our attention here, Joseph Lee brings this story right here. Apparently, we... Have some injury updates here. Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, Jinder Mahal, and others. Let's see what Joseph Lee has had to report here on that. Uh, Feifel has WWE's internal injury list with updates on several stars like Lars Sullivan, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, and others. These are said to be simply guidelines on when the stars can come back, not a firm return date. As noted, Samoa Joe's expected to return soon and had and had a physical angle at the Raw taping. He has been out with a broken thumb and was being used at commentary for law. He has no return date listed, but his last evaluation was on Monday. EC3 has been out with a concussion, which is said to be worse than, sorry about that. Which is said to be which is said to be worse than ones he's had in the past. He currently has no release date, but is starting to recover from the symptoms. Jinder Mahal was, was originally expected. To be back in January, but that was moved to November the 1st. Obviously, that date has come and gone, but his return date has not been updated. Jeff Hardy was expected to be back in early November, but he's been out of action to take care of his personal legal issues. His contract was extended due to the missed time. Elias hasn't wrestled on TV after his return, but he's cleared to compete. He, he worked a live event match last week with Dolph Ziggler. Nia Jax is at the Performance Center getting ready for her return. She's expected to be back in January, as is Ruby Riot. Xavier Woods is still out with a torn Achilles, and while his evaluation day was originally in July, that has been moved up to May. Lars Sullivan has been training, but is apparently not close to a return. He's listed currently as June 2020. His recovery is said to be slower than previously expected a few months ago. So, folks, there you have it there with a lot of our a lot of those issues here of course concerning a lot of the concerning, of course a lot of, a lot of your top names here indeed and let me let gentlemen, i think now of course we can go ahead and switch a little bit of gears here and let's see what we have yes ladies and gentlemen now get ready to bring him in on the line he's a 2015 and 17 wws hall of famer he's also of course also part of the team that brings you wws raw radio Every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. And of course, as we joke all the time, he is the mayor of the Island of Beautiful Men. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, here is the one and the only, the Iceman himself, JD, otherwise known as Jared D. Gerolamo. JD, welcome to number 184 of Outside the Rose. Yes, and I'm not wearing your pants tonight. Oh, Lord. Okay. Bad picture, (laughs) guy. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would I now conclude my of course my portion of the show here. As we record, go ahead, go ahead and set JD loose on what he has to report during our with our box office update, as well as some sports updates of course here as welcome around everything in the world of sports. Let's see what JD has in store. Please go ahead and proceed, JD. All
1: uh, right. So, mind you, the next level took in number one at the box office this weekend with 60.1 million. Frozen 2, in its fourth week, however, made $19.1 million and has made already $366.5 million. Knives Out, in just its third week, made $9.2 million and in three weeks has made almost $79 million. But the big disappointments might have been Richard Jewell and Black Christmas. The Clint Eastwood drama thriller Richard Jewell, starring Kathy Bates and Sam Rockwell, however, Only debuted to a soft 5 million in its opening week, while Black Christmas debuted with 4.4 million. But this week might be the biggest week, however, of them all, however, with new movies coming out this week, the week before Christmas. Among them, however, of course, is the big one Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, if you will. In fact, people have been lining up to get tickets weeks and months in advance, and already plans are that the first showings of the movie could air as early as this time tomorrow night, or even tomorrow morning for that matter. Meanwhile, early projections are set to be possibly anywhere between 200 to $250 million, however, and its opening weekend could be a big blockbuster Christmas for the Force in the final chapter of the Skywalker trilogy. Meanwhile, however, Taylor Swift, however, and Judy Dench star in the musical comedy Cats. However, Charlie Steiner and Nicole Kidman, meanwhile, however, star in the movie, however, Bombshell, about the whole Roger Ailes Fox News story. However, so it's also trying to let go. Another movie that'll be out this week, however, one keep an eye on, uh, is a unique movie called She's Missing starring Josh Harnett. When her best friend goes missing in a rodeo, Heidi goes on a search across the desert, digging up secrets and encountering the violence of life on the road. But in the end, however, it could be Star Wars definitely swinging through, however, in a big way, however, in its opening week, however, let's just say, as far as people wanting to check out the top movie of the week. Meanwhile, in the NFL, however, mind you, however, it is going to be a busy week 16 of the NFL season, and it all gets started Saturday afternoon, if you will. As a result, however, the first three games will be very interesting to watch this Saturday, among them, the Houston Texans will travel to Tampa to our good friend Anil Patel's neck of the woods, however, to take on the Tampa Bay The Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots will be playing at 4.30. And at 8.15, however, the Rams travel down to the Bay Area City, up the Bay Area City of San Francisco, if you will. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers will be playing the Indianapolis Colts, while the Pittsburgh Steelers will be playing hosted in the New York Jets and their former superstar running back of Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell. However, the big games to watch, obviously, will be the 4 o'clock games and the 8 o'clock games as well. Oakland, excuse me, not Oakland, Dallas and Philadelphia will be commencing our in Philadelphia on Sunday at 425. Meanwhile, Kansas City and Chicago will be the Sunday night game of the week. And next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Green Bay, Minnesota will wrap up the final game of the season and of the decade in Minnesota. In college football news, meanwhile, bowl season is just around the corner, How and it all gets started on Friday. Buffalo and, of course, the Buffalo Bulls, however, take on the Charlotte 49ers, however, in the Bahamas Bowl, however, while at 7.30, however, Utah State will be playing Kent State. The action continues into Saturday with a, most of games, including Boise State and Washington and the Las Vegas Bowl, if you will. Meanwhile, however, today, however, mind remind you, it is National Letter of Intent Day, however, if you will, for high school seniors, however, mind you. But right now, however, we can tell you, M. Smith, Howard, has already signed his letter, signed, signed the letter of intent, he will going to Stanford. Meanwhile, the number one outside linebacker, Justin Flo, however, will be heading to the University of Oregon. Meanwhile, however, speaking of college football, however, we understand, our three Sooners will be suspended for the upcoming Peach Bowl next Saturday, however. They include, however, believe it or not, Ronnie Perkins, starting defensive end, receiver Trey John Burgess, and, of course, running back, Ram Andre Stevenson, however. Ronnie Perkins, yeah, Trey John Bridges, and uh, uh, Ram Andre, yeah, I can't say. <laughs> Just say. Ronnie Perkins, Bridges, Trey John Bridges, T-R-E-J-A-N, Bridges, and this other guy, Stevenson. I can't even say his first name. Lincoln Riley would not address the suspensions today during the signing date, but did say, however, he will not address uh, the suspensions either for the rest of the week. In fact, he is not set to meet with the media until the middle of next week, however, before they get prepared for their Peach Bowl matchup with LSU next Saturday in Atlanta. Of course, the other big game to watch out for next Saturday, of course, is the big one between Ohio State and Clemson in yes, the Fiesta Bowl, if you will. Meanwhile, speaking of college football, however, the University of Houston will vacate three wins after the NCAA found out that a former tutor was involved with two players, believe it or not, however, in academic misconduct. The Division I Committee on Fractions announced this afternoon that the former tutor wrote four players for two football players in exchange for money over a 2018 period covering a month and a half. One of the players competed while ineligible, resulting in forfeiture of the three victories. The Cougars who went five, in five will now have a five and eight record, in Major Applewhite's final season. The tutor also wrote a total of four papers on behalf of the players in exchange for cash payments, totaling $200. The committee noted that the tutor acted out of self-interest and failed to cooperate with the subsequent investigation. It also received an each year show cause penalty, meaning any school wish to employ him during that fair must restrict him from any athletic-related duties unless it shows cause why the restrictions did not apply. The committee also announced that volleyball coach Katie Platt, however, exceeded practice however and athletic-related activity limits, requiring players to permissible participate in summer camps and pre-practice activities. Platt received a two-year show cause, and any school that implies her during that period must suspend her for 30% of contests during her first season. Platt was let go in February of this past year after several seasons by the University of Houston. The school has also been placed on one-year probation to go along with a self-imposed $5,000 fine. And as part of its self-imposed process, the volleyball program had a reduction of two hours in countable athletic-related activity during this past 2019 season. Finally, however, in wrestling news, however, as we will talk on debate, however, tonight is going to be a crazy night of action in wrestling, both in Corpus Christi, Texas, however, and also the Leonard at Full Sail University, however. At Full Sail, however, we understand, however, that the big title match between Adam Cole of the Undisputed Era and Finn Balor will open up the show. If that's not all, Shayna Baszler, the queen of spades and the submission magician and her friends, however, Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, who may or may not be allowed at ringside, will take on the Australian angry, let's just say, let's just say say uh, Thai monster herself, Leah Ripley. Ripley is looking to end Shayna's run as NXT Women's Champion tonight, however, and that could very well be your main event, however, at full sale. Of course, we will keep you up-to-date during the debate, however, and also Revolution as far as what's going on at Full Sail. Meanwhile, at AEW, however, in Corpus Christi on the final show of the year, however, we've got a big night ahead of you, including these matches. Chris Jericho will take on Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, the son of Luke Perry, the actor, however, in a non-title 10-minute ten, ten challenge. The Young Bucks, Mick, Matt and Nick Jackson, however, will take on Frankie Casario and Scorpio Sky, however, a.k.a. SCU. Cody Rhodes and Darby Allin now will take on the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny in their corner. Pentagon Jr. and Fennex, the Lucha Brothers, will take on Kenny Omega and the Hangman, Hangman Page. And in the number one contenders match for the AEW Women's Title Hour, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD how, will take on Chris Statlander with Riho, the current Women's Champion, in attendance hour. Also, Awesome Kong is set to be in action. This, of course, will be taking place live in Corpus Christi within the next 45 minutes or so.
0: Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, I'll go some wrestling news tidbits there as well. Thank you very much for your box office report and also, of course, your uh, uh, sports updates here as well. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141387-POUND. This is episode 184 of WS Outside of the Ropes for, of course, the Wednesday before Christmas, uh, December 18th, 2019. We are at 714 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jared DiGiorno, e. here with you here tonight. Uh, of course, I said, don't forget tonight, of course, on Revolution, our live video feed will be from WWF Beginning of History. Uh, your news and views and history and birthdays, of course, as JD did mention, we'll, of course, have you, of course, the official results as to what took place. Of course, that will take place with, of course, AEW and NXT coming up here momentarily. Plus, also, we'll be giving talking about, of course, the remaining. Uh, remaining four matches, of course, from this past Sunday's TLC event. Doing our thoughts and opinions about them. And also, ladies and gentlemen, as per our, our discussion here last night, that tonight here, of course, we will have, of course, our uh, big another big trivia championship matchup here. This time, of course, between JD and Fonzie, with, of course, JD putting up both the NWA US Great American Bash and NXT US Cruiserweight Championship belts. Up against Fonzie, who will be putting up the NWA US War Games and the WWS 24 7 Championships up for grabs here, of course, in a, like I said, a family feud style uh, tribute championship match coming up here tonight on Revolution. Uh, of course, like I said, 138055 pound. Be sure to join us from 9 to 11 p.m. Of course, coming up right after, of course, the rest of the debate, which of course will be a big time, of course, uh, talked about here, of course, obviously, with. Uh, AEW and NXT, of course, obviously Raw and SmackDown, of course, uh, they'll talk about some of the aftermath from TLC, of course, this past Sunday, and some other, of course, big-time wrestling points here as well, so be sure to join us for that, of course, coming up here in about 45 minutes. Uh, of course, that'd be 139-925-POUND. Be sure to listen in on that. Uh, JD, one thing I have I have read, a couple more things I have read, and I'll get your opinion here as to what I have read thus far. Of course, this all this coming off of 411 Mania. Apparently, John... Oh,
1: Steven, do have a story in the According to reports, Herman Boone, the Virginia Tech high school football coach who inspired the movie Remember the Titans has passed away today. Boone, who was portrayed by Denzel Washington in the movie a Guy at T.C. Williams High School to a state change of navigating the early years of desegregation, however, uh, was 84 years old. His assistant coach for Boone beginning in 72 said the coach died this morning at his home in Alexandria, Virginia. Johnson said a funeral home operated by his wife's handling the arrangements were not complete. He had been battling cancer, and Johnson said he had visited the coach regularly and had planned to see him this morning when he learned of his passing. The North Carolina-born Boone led undefeated T.C. Williams High School to the state championship in 71, and his team was recognized as a galvanizing factor in bringing the school to school consolidation hour. He earned two degrees, however, from North Carolina Central University and was inducted into the School's Hall of Fame in 2004. Last year, this past March, the new basketball media room was named in his honor.
0: Oh, okay. Our condolences, of course, here in the radio network, of course, to this legendary coach. As J.D. said, of course, the inspiration behind the character played by Denzel Washington in the movie Remember the Titans. So definitely, uh, definitely, if you haven't seen that movie yet, definitely check that movie out. Uh, great, a great movie here, nonetheless. Uh, <clears throat> be sure, like I said, to uh, be sure to, of course, uh, be sure to check that all out here. Of course, here indeed coming up, <clears throat> uh, hopefully here very very soon. Uh, but uh, John Cena, obviously JD, gonna be busy here in the next uh, year or so, uh, getting some movies here lined up here. Uh, which actually one of them will be coming out next month. As apparently he's going to be involved in the Robert Downey Jr. version of Doolittle. He's going to be voicing uh, a polar yeah, bear. He's
1: going to be the voice of that. That's going to be very interesting. We'll hopefully see how he does how, and how that movie does as well. How.
0: Also, yes, also, of, course, they don't, of course, it's been talked about he's going to be part of the next Fast and Furious movie. We don't know what his role is going to be in it. Uh, there's been some talk that he's going to be supposed to be in a, a movie, of course, along with Jackie Chan. Believe or not, coming out here, I think coming out later in the year. Uh, obviously, this movie—I forgot what the name of the movie was—it, but they said that this movie was, was scheduled to star Jackie Chan alongside Sy- Sylvester Stallone. But it, I, but apparently now it's going to be Jackie Chan and John Cena. Uh, it's going to be pretty, but uh, it's going to be pretty interesting there indeed. Uh, plus several, plus se- several others here as well. And I got to get your take on this. Um, oh,
1: it's, it's I, called uh, Project X Traction.
0: Yes, that's right. That's correct. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's I'm to be. To
1: be. coming out with yeah, the last well. Nine, and then the Suicide Squad in 2021.
0: Yes. There was another thing I wanted to mention here as well. Now, uh, I've been reading. Uh, I've been keep trying to keep up and read about this right here. Of course, obviously, CBS All Access is, of course. Next month is going to be releasing a new Star Trek series called Star Trek Picard. Already, they have already been set up for a second season, and this and the first one hasn't even been released yet. So, um, so apparently, this must be getting some good hype here. Uh, obviously, uh, it's supposed to be coming out on the twenty, starting on the twenty-third on CBS All Access next month, but already slated for a second season which is supposed to be start filming in the spring. I said.
1: So I this, this show
0: this show has gotten a lot of talk and a lot of response. So apparently they must be very, very interested in keeping the franchise going as long as they possibly can. I mean, it's been around for over 50 years. So I mean, obviously they want to keep it around for a little bit longer, <laughs> obviously. So, um, so there was, there was several other, there were several other things as well. um, Uh, Apparently, uh, the storyline, I'm sure you know, Monday Night Raw, involving Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar. Rey Mysterio was quoted as saying that he gives credit to Paul Heyman Hmm. for that storyline. And also, the thing is, also, of course, giving a little bit of due to his son, because he was actually contemplating, of course, retirement. Rey Mysterio was at one point. But obviously, with his son now wanting to get into the business that he's or starting training everything like that, it's kind of kind of boosted his morale a little bit, I believe, and he's and that's why he decided that he he actually changed his mind about it, and that's why he's he wanted to of course probably end his career probably in the, in this fashion here and all that stuff and he even has some high praises for Jericho and what he's doing in a e w which I thought it was was their, they say him and Jericho are really good friends, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so so I mean Mysterio being around for a little bit longer, J D, how much more do you think he might be
1: able to go? How much longer That is a that is, that is, that is question. How long can he keep going? You know, how much more does he want to keep fighting? You know, I mean, at the age he's at, I'm going to see what happens, you know, time will tell.
0: Well will he be around of course long enough to uh will he be around long enough to possibly maybe maybe actually have a match or two with his own son? Maybe.
1: I think he'll team up with his son, though, personally. I think he'll work maybe team up with his son. I could see that happening, possibly. I don't see him fighting his son because I think he wants to team up with his son, however, and I think he wants to be like a coach or a mentor, maybe, and I could see that happening when it's all said. I mean, this is a guy who's been fighting since he was like 14 or 15 years old. So Lerman. he could uh, walk away and see what happens, you know?
0: Absolutely. Um, let's see. some Some other things I've read here.
1: Obviously, um, you talked about we talked
0: about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. They said that this movie is, is, is supposed to be um, supposed to be, of course, like I said, coming out here to big reviews and everything. But they're saying that the that the um, what's well, so the box office take is expected to be a little bit below what it was in The Force Awakens. Yeah,
1: that's what I heard too.
0: And I said it was uh, a little bit more than I think what The Last Jedi was. And I said it was yeah. kind of that was kind of the same, let me mention this, it was kind of the same way with the other, like I guess you say the other um, um, series, I guess you can say, of the Star Wars franchise, What they said it returned the Jedi, uh, even though it did higher than the Empire Strikes Back, it did lower than uh, Star Wars and New Hope, which was the first one. And then um, Revenge of the Sith, which was the other, which was the second, like Right, and like in the second series, I guess you can say, it said that it did better than Attack of the Clones, but it was behind The Phantom Menace. Right, and they and they said like the biggest disappointment, obviously, right at this point, at this juncture in this, was the one called Solo.
1: Right,
0: because Solo did not really fare that with at all. I, mean,
1: I thought you, I thought I remember we did well. I think Solo did well, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah.
0: But
1: they said three hundred ninety three point two million. However, mind you,
0: right. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them did great, but like I said, they said some just did, did, did. Just some, just did. Um, some did. Um, you know, a little bit higher than others, but didn't exceed like I said the first. Like I said, not, like I said the first part of each of the series. Um. I mean, I guess you can call it that, call it that, I'm not sure, but I mean, cause the second series, which, which included the Phantom Menace and all that was supposed to take place before what happened in the first set, you see, and yeah. then you know, turn right around, they come in to, of course, long after the, uh, what happened in Return of the Jedi, of course, obviously, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and now, of course, the one coming out, and that movie's supposed to be out Friday, right? Is that correct? What's that? What's that? This, the, the Rise of Skywalker. It's supposed to be out Friday, right?
1: Yeah, but well, I think they're going to start showing uh, early sneak previews of it either tonight um, either tonight or t- starting tomorrow, I think. They're going to get a jump on the really for the Christmas weekend. And like I said, they're talking about 170 to 200, maybe 225, 235,
0: 240 million maybe. Big weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Indeed. Um, I mean, do you think it's going to pretty much blow everything else
1: out of the water Does that that plans to come
0: out before or after
1: Christmas? I think it's the Christmas movie that everyone wants to see. I mean, that's the one that everyone's talking about, though. But we'll have to and see, you know.
0: Oh, I read something here. Let me ask your opinion
1: about this. I read somewhere that
0: they already were getting out the um, the nominations out for. I think was it the um oh um, uh, the Oscars or the Emmys? I think it was the Oscars. I think. Yeah. And they said, and they said. Um, I read somewhere that Avengers Endgame only got two nominations, and that movie huh. blew everybody out of the water during the spring and summer, and 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 they only got two nominations. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think they deserve more in my opinion. Now, what's your what's your take on that? I mean, it's
1: it's going to be interesting. I mean, be, I mean, like I said, I mean, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of people, like I said, saying that that could be one of the biggest surprises of the league Like I said. I mean, they're already talking. That's maybe one of the movies to watch out watch out for. I mean, everyone's saying Joker. Everyone's saying The Irishman. Everyone's saying Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are like the movies to watch out for the coming this year. I mean, you can watch The Irishman now on Netflix, but yeah, a lot of people are saying, like, Joker, like I said. A lot of people are seeing The Avengers, like you said, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could be up for a big award. Mr. Rogers' movie, uh, People in the with Tom Hanks. I mean, we're going to find out, however, in the next month, month and a half or two, after the first of the year, however, before the year's out, and if not probably right after the first week of the new year, sometime in the mid-January, which movies are going to be for real, which ones are going to be nominated for real, and which ones are going to be left in the dust. I mean, this year was in the last, let's say, little while. I mean, it's been pretty crazy with the way they're uh, picking all these movies. Some of them have been successful, some of them have not been successful. Certainly.
0: I would have thought you know, I figure, you know, Avengers E-Game would have probably kind of blown a lot of
1: it gotten the most
0: nominations out of all of them. But, I mean, I was just getting two. I mean, that really kind of blew my mind. About that, I mean, really. I yeah.
1: When you think, think about two, though, I mean, Avengers. I mean, it took in, like I said, however, three hundred. It said estimated budget was on three hundred fifty-six million. I mean, like, yeah, and it finished out with two point eight billion, which is crazy.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I mean that that's what really got me. That's what really got me in the sense and. And of course, you got these new ones coming up here. Everybody's going to be expecting to see here very, very soon. Obviously, of course, they're doing remakes of a, uh, I think a, 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 a Rambo remake supposed to be coming out. Uh, obviously, really Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is coming back out. Uh, 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 supposed to be another one. I can't. Uh, oh gosh, what is it? Um, coming to America. Yeah, coming to yeah, I've heard I've heard coming to America for the Combat. Now I'll get this. Now here here, now I need to t- think about this. They're even talking about I forgot I read this off of 411 Mania the other day that they're talking about the possibility that they may be bringing a reboot of another Power Rangers movie. Oh, and, but, but this time it's not supposed to be like what it was beforehand. they're possibly going to basically I think going to include characters that did not include in the, the movie they did two years ago and they said believe it or not despite like I said making a lot of money I said this movie almost the, the 2017 version kind of bomb but, uh, but from what I from what I read that like there, I forgot who they got it was he was a well-known person to possibly get behind the helm of this. They may start filming for this sometime here. Uh, I think between now and the spring, and I think that it's possibly going to be slated like, uh, like I said, about one of the John Cena movies. It's probably going to be out probably sometime around July or August.
1: Well, I'm looking right here on Box Office Mojo, and here are the top ten movies of the week of, of the like I said of the year for the domestic box office for the year. Uh, us did, did, did 175 million. It Chapter 3 did 211.5. Joker did 333.2. landed did 355 and a half. 370 and a half did Frozen so far. We okay. uh, did 30, million. Captain Marvel did 427 million, just about. 434 million was Toy Story. 543 uh, and a was The Lion King. And the winner, of course, was Avengers with eight hundred fifty-eight point three million. Yeah,
0: and yet they only get they only get so few nominations. That's what I this is what I don't get. So yeah. I mean, I mean, I, you would you would have figured, you know, I mean they they I mean there was even some talk. I'll make mean, this one last point here as well. They said they they they, they said that you know that if anyone deserved to get an Oscar for 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 any involvement in that movie. They said actually Robert Downey Jr. for for his for his role as Iron Man, obviously. Yeah. Should he got considered for something? And I I heard that he wasn't even considered for that. Well, we'll
1: see what happens.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, anything else you wish to add before we close up shop for the night? For the for Nope.
1: This will be an action-packed Wednesday night debate, so be ready.
0: Absolutely. Of course, as we said, of course, a lot on the plate, a lot to talk about here. And uh, JD and the JD and the gang will definitely have something something to throw out there on this on tonight's issue tonight's edition of the debate coming up here in about thirty minutes. And I'll be back on, ladies and gentlemen, with WWS Revolution, of course, coming up here at nine o'clock. Our live video feed, as we said, from WWFUS Beginning of History, uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, our rundown of the results, uh, official results of AEW, both AEW and NXT. And also talk about the final four, the the other four matches, of course, from this past Sunday's TLC. Plus also, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie versus JD, four belts up for grabs. Who will walk out here with four championship belts? We'll definitely have to wait and see. Will it be the Heartbreak Kid or will it be the Iceman? We will find that out here coming up here tonight on the Wednesday edition of Revolution. Uh, For now, ladies and gentlemen, Outside the Ropes, episode 184 is a broadcast of the WS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com where we, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Take care of yourselves and each other here, folks. We will... S- <clears throat> oh, and also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that uh, due to, of course, the Christmas holiday, we will not have any shows at all uh, next Wednesday, due to, of course, like I said, the next next Wednesday being, of course, Christmas Day. So, the uh, so we'll be... Uh, or, or you said, you said like the new, or you said, so, 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 after, so, so in about two weeks from, yeah. two weeks from the, night. okay. Okay. So, so, um, so New Year's night, we probably won't be doing that either, I don't think. Uh, um, that, I mean, we might, I don't know. We might, uh, we'll talk about New Year's night. We'll talk about New Year's. Okay. Then in the meantime, we're going to take next
1: week. Uh,
0: I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't quite hear you, J.D., I'm sorry. We're
1: going to have some bulls in our cup.
0: Uh, yes, indeed. And, J.D., get off your sister for a minute, okay? I'm trying to talk. <laughs> 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 tell was a little, 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 little funny there, folks. Take care of yourselves, and God bless you, folks. We'll be back here, of course, at Wrestling Debate coming up in 30 minutes. And I'll be back on with Revolution at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> of course, a big night of wrestling to talk about here tonight. Uh, so take care, and God bless you, folks. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of uh, pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Have a good, have a good week here, folks. And we'll talk at you here, of course, hopefully within the next two or three weeks. We'll be able ask how the ropes will return, but we'll keep you informed about that here as well. Take care and God bless. We'll talk at you a little bit later on with wrestling debate and revolution. Take care.